It's all about underpriced in the 21st century. There is so much to understand. Entertaining, educated, and inspired. Welcome to Think Social, Think Savvy, a podcast by Be More Social. Am I introducing you? You introduce it. I'm going to introduce you it. You introduce it. Heaven forbid I should get any opportunity. I think you should know your place, definitely, because that's really important. I know my place. So I know what I am. Can I begin? Okay, uh, now you can start. Go on then, what are you missing out at? Hello everybody and welcome to the first Be More Social podcast called... You haven't actually told me that yet. This is one of those situations where you like do something... And don't tell me what we're going to be doing. You just kind of go, okay, we're doing this. I haven't told Ben yet, but we're doing. We're going to do it. It's called Think Social, Think Savvy. Okay. That's what it's called. Okay, just checking. I'm pretty sure we've told him. You may have done, but it might have also... I you, didn't know whether you, you were talking don't. about that or whether you were talking about like the title of this particular one, if we had like a headline. Are you saying you've not heard Think Social, Think Savvy before? I've heard Think Social, okay. Think Savvy before, but I didn't realise that's what this was. Thanks for paying attention in the team meetings. Really important that, you know, we do actually listen. But the first podcast is all about us, of course. Uh, introducing us is introducing what we do, why we do it, how we do it, and kind of how we got here. What question would you like to start with first? I guess it's the age-old question, what is it that we actually do? I think you go out there and you tell the story. Well, not the story, you tell people what we do daily. I kind of am in the doing and you're in the explaining. So what is it, Ben, that we do here? Do you um, so at Be More Social, we, in a nutshell, teach people how to use social media can you do to market nutshell? businesses. Yes, I can do nutshell. Okay. I would have done it in nutshell, but now you've made it a thing. So uh, ordinarily, when somebody asks me what we do, I would stand up and I'd say, uh, we are massively passionate about uh, helping businesses to understand how best to use social media to market themselves mm -hmm. very often we find that um, people know how to use it on a personal basis they know they need to do something with social media because it's here to stay um, and what they tend to find is they start posting and with no kind of strategy or plan in mind mm -hmm. don't really get anywhere so they get frustrated so where we come from is that we passionately believe firstly Nobody can represent a business as well as themselves because nobody knows what they do as well as they do. Um, so how can anybody represent them better than them? Yeah. They can't. And that's 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 through education as well. You know, like the, the 10 years that I myself has been in social, we've gone from starting to want to be this, be more social began um, to help people understand social and understand marketing and how to tell their story. Uh, nobody got it. Nobody was interested. So I became what I was used to, an agency. That's where Be More Social um, uh, really started to make some money or a living, shall we say. Um, but through using social on behalf of so many others, there was that thing that was missing was that personal touch. And again, through education, we were able to sort of identify a means to explain why it doesn't work, why you can't have third party do it for you, why you have to have a very, very, why it should be a partnership, in fact. That's what it's all about. People can do it for you, but there has to be a partnership. There has to be an education behind it. There has to be an understanding behind what you and your role as business owner has to be in your social broadcasting output. And in large, I find it's more than 50-50. I would say it's 80-20. 
20% could come from an agency, but 80% has to come from you. So why not do it all? Well, the frustration, I think that, that one of the things I, I, that sticks in my mind is that I regularly say to people the most involvement any agency really could have or should have is um, assisting in content creation mm. because as we know that is the not necessarily the hardest thing but certainly the most time consuming part of it and uh, if you've got somebody on hand to help you with that but equally they should still be posting it themselves mm. they should still be doing the outreach themselves because it's their tone of voice mm. nobody can speak like them so for me it boggles my mind why anybody would want to pay the kind of in some cases extortionate amounts of money in my opinion um, for somebody to sit and click a button to post it or schedule it but as a consultant after after being an agency we sort of merged into being a consultant and what i realized is that when i used to speak to people about their roles within the social media um activity actions things like that i realized that there were so many people that had hobbies externally of what they did and they were uh, already writers they were already people that could use photoshop or heard of canva there are already video um, people out there in fact everybody wants to be on youtube right now everybody wants to be some kind of um uh, personal well-branded person within their their hobby so you find that within a company there is somebody that's already have a touch point with that and it soon dawned on me that actually yeah you there's a lot of people out there a lot of businesses that aren't investing in their staff that don't know what their staff do externally of the job role and some companies culture is like well they've got a job to do and that's it but if they really understood what they did externally of what their day-to-day -day was they would realize just the asset that they have and that they can call on when they really need it it's, and again which is why i thought this be more social think savvy things um think social think savvy thing has got to happen sooner rather than later because there's so many people out there they've got these little gems within their company that they're not using i found it fast uh, fascinating that um you were talking there about originally being an agency but if i'm right in saying you weren't actually originally an agency wasn't it 10 years ago this is what you wanted to do you wanted to help people understand how to use social mm. because for the very same reasons but the world wasn't ready no it wasn't ready i mean we we was um well i tried it for 18 months um literally knocking on doors uh creating leaflets um surge bless him uh regular in the office everybody knows who Serge is and and they always will do because he helped me um keep the faith literally 18 months knocking door down doors down to have six clients at 60 pound a month not a living really um uh, and and trying to find a way of making people understand it um was was hard i think that social was going to be big because even the newspapers the magazines i feel maybe knew what was about to happen and of course said it was just a fad and look at what has just happened you know there's not many newspapers really in existence that some of the big ones have disappeared there's not really many magazines out there currently right now because it's all online everything's online and i suppose it's easy for me to sit here and say i told you so um that's not in me to do it but you know the writing was definitely on the wall and i saw that it would be um and i don't know um glad i stuck with it something i've never actually asked you 
and I don't think you've ever talked about in any of the workshops. What is it really about social that excites you the most? Mm. Level playing field. Everybody has the opportunity to do something that they want to do. If you could only understand or you could just literally be brave, get on, get your phone out, tell your story, deliver your message, do simple box opening if you sell a product, talk about what you do, talk about your product, your service. You've got a medium to put out there and, and start. And if the video that you do doesn't get the numbers that you don't that, that you expect, do it again and again and again. You've got opportunity to go out there, make your mistakes, refine what you do when you don't have a following. So that eventually when you do get one, you're on it. You're absolutely on it. Whereas before, mistakes were costly. Now they're not. Okay. So um, what was it? Just I've got written down here. Why do we do it? What I mean by that is why... Why did you decide to take the hard road? And by that, I mean, it's far easier, I think, to be an agency, a full do-it-for-your-service. Why take the hard road in educating? Uh, there's two answers to that. Now, going back to my core belief of that um, nobody knows your business as well as you do, uh, and uh, as an agency, I could only represent... Um, somebody and as an agency I learned the hard way um, that whilst we was getting results managing people's expectations was also very difficult um, I could have easily with our reputa repu reputation in South Yorkshire continued being an agency but I knew um, that there was a huge gap between a national company wanting to pay me ten to fifteen thousand pounds a month to a small company that hasn't even got five hundred pound a month to give me, or really doesn't see the value in that five hundred quid a month. You know what I mean? To give us to to represent their business, there's a huge gap between the two. And I suppose, arguably, they're probably the ones that need the help more. And another, they're the ones that need the help more. Uh, and another reason is we used to go, uh, we still do um, deliver workshops up and down the country. I get people excited about social, I get people excited about the business. And because we have staff, offices, rent to pay, our fees aren't sort of somebody in the bedroom fees doing it for, you know, £125 a month, creating content, posting daily for you. So we was often exciting people and leaving a lot of money on the table. Um, so that was kind of like one reason is just people's budget couldn't sustain five, six, eight hundred pound a day for a team to do it for them. Um, and another one is that I just feel that because of the relationship between somebody doing it for you and the, the role that you have to play as well was difficult to express or explain because of expectations that needed to be managed. Um, it was just too difficult as well. Um, yes we get results uh, as far as social was concerned but it did it for me once when somebody says you know what Rick you sound like a politician and it's not that I've got anything against politicians I'm just like no I'm I'm just telling you how it is you know you've got a role to play or a part to play in, in, in this being successful and you've got to do this and you've got to do that and it just sounded like I was passing blame all the time and um, and that was another reason I kicked it to touch because I want to deliver results and educating that is absolutely key and I think the way that we've got it right now does it perfectly and plus 
I think to be in business nowadays, you have to take advantage of technology. You can't ignore it. It's going to happen. It's here to stay. And the way in which we operate, we don't need to get up and meet people, uh, which saves clients a huge sum of money. That hour that we put into everybody's um, business every single month, A, gets paid for, and B, is value-add because of the way in which we deliver it. The dashboard has really transformed, I think, anything where you need to manage expectations, um, manage accountability. Literally all of that stuff is done in one little hub rather than using multiple tools. So we've really gone deep on technology and to do that, mate, if I'm honest with you, I've had to focus. So I chose the hard road because if I'd have had my fingers in certain pies here, there and everywhere else, I wouldn't, I, we won't be where we are today. Absolutely not. And that nicely segues onto kind of how we got here, I think. Because with this, I mean, in the last, God, how many months have I been here now? It feels like a lot longer than it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is for me <laughs> no I think it's worse for me anyway um, let's see so if it was January last year what's that 18 months is that more yeah I can't even think um, but certainly in that time there's been such um, a lot to learn mm. a lot to do hell of a journey up to this point um, and I know that you put a lot on the line to realize the kind of the dream that we're at mm. we're not quite there yet but we're certainly on the way mm. so gosh so i suppose your question is how we got here really i mean this this last 18 months has been a journey um self-awareness first of all um definitely yeah and i i, I know it sounds really big headed and everything but I, I know social inside out i know what i'm doing full stop you ask me i i answer you within Minutes or seconds, I can have something in mind and, and, a, and a method and a process. So that's not a problem. But I think because of that, because of maybe creative mind and because my mind is full of thinking about strategies and I'm really crap at everything else. <laughs> getting back to people, following up, meeting people, arranging appointments, meeting appointments, getting to appointments on time. You know, all the stuff that is important to everybody else that like it is important to me don't get me wrong i want to be i want to be that person i want to be really really good at that kind of stuff but i can't be good at everything so so it soon dawned on me that i had to sort of pull in people that were better than me at those other stuff um and that's really what's sort of pushed us in the right direction i had to put my faith in other people trust other people to do what they say they're going to do um and again when it's your baby that's really, really hard, really hard. You know, the girls have been here since January and it wasn't until September that I give them actually really something properly to do. And that's my fault completely. Sure. And because I have done, those simple things have completely changed our business uh, by identifying people that are better than me at certain things, getting you on board. You know, I'm going to have to say this publicly. <laughs> Don't, you know, so just... Can we just make a real big thing out of this? Because this never happens. I, I think, mean, never. No, I think you need to make a real big thing of this because this is also what changed things. I've always been this person. I've always had this idea. We've always delivered this system not as slickly as this, but it's delivered as slickly as this in part because of the systems we've been put in place. I realised that 
without being a good person and being respectful by following up and doing what you say you're going to do, you're not going to grow. And by you reaching out January last year and saying, look, can we work together? Um, I wouldn't be in this position where I am today. Definitely not. I wouldn't have pulled any customers on because for as many customers I got on, I lost. Purely because of this dizzy space that happens up here. I'll, I'll get back to that in a bit. And a bit never happens. A bit turns into tomorrow, then the next day, the next day, the next day. And, and again, you, you ring people up a fortnight later and they've gone. They've gone somewhere else. Sure. They're doing business with somebody else. You just need that whole kind of sensible process. Otherwise, you're screwed. Big style. Sure. And that's how it started. That's how what we've got today started is just by identifying or, or being really, really self-aware is, Rick, you're crap at <laughs> this. You're shit at that. You're really letting people down here. You know, you need to fix that and you need to make sure that you either sort yourself out or got some, get somebody in to do it. And, you know, I think if I were to change sort of who I am and what I do, I don't think I'd be able to do a lot of what is possible or what comes out of here um, so yeah, it's, it's, I often, I often explain, you know, like, what does, jo what does Ben do or what is Ben to you? Like, he's like, like a, it's a really expensive fix to my flaws. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's what it is because there's other people I look to and I respect more than, than myself. I'm thinking if I could just be that person, you know, that, that is also really clever, smart and does this that, and the other. And, but. He gets back to you and he does this and he does that. Do you know that, what, though? It does. It begs the question for me that uh, we quite regularly talk about um, what a swan looks like above the surface and below the water mm. and uh, how elegant and uh, professional and yeah, but efficient and smooth they look sometimes. Elegant and professional up, wherever we go. <laughs> no, well, you don't because you're a mess. But um, I think Have the point is... Yeah, shut up. Seriously. Well, look, just... I forgot one just, in, one out. I think what you have to do is just... Yeah, I, was no, having no, a, just I was having it. a real moment there, and you just like, you, this is what you do. What are you saying? <laughs> so what I was saying is, it, it for me, I often ask the question of myself, how many other people under the water are paddling like hell, but don't maybe become as self-aware of those flaws? Yeah, that's another thing as well. That's another message, I suppose, that's helped me change. Complete self-awareness and... Um, I don't really care about my my competitors. I don't. They don't worry me. They don't bother me. I don't care whether they take business from me, whether they win more than me, whether I win more than them. I don't. I'm on my journey. I know what I want to do. I know how I want to help people. I know I'm massively sincere about all of that. And if anybody thinks ah, it's just talk or it's just whatever, and they don't see through what we're trying to do here, then that's their problem. They won't benefit from whatever we're creating here. You know, it's not something that I, I, I ever, ever worry about. I get pissed off at times if I see them doing something that we should be doing. If I see something that we sort of pitched for that is going to help more people. Um, sure. I, but, I, but I don't get frustrated in them winning business over me. No. I get frustrated in them taking certain positions that we should be in um, ourselves. I suppose it's more the disappointment in yourself uh, like me i'll look at something like that and it's not so much the fact that i think oh they've got that it's more the fact that i wasn't quick enough to react to that or we could have done something differently to get to that yeah yeah but I that's all part of the learning process and that's that's kind of the point i made when i first asked this question which was this last 
18 months has been a hell of a journey and there's been a lot of learning to do it's it's changed me uh, i hope for the better person in that i've learned a lot of things mm. and even this morning during a, a quick kind of management meeting um the reality of so many more things to still learn is just when you just about think you've got something right and you realize actually there's a lot more to do mm. and a lot more to learn and it's only ever going to get uh bigger it's going to be i mean the thing is it's a it's a point cheers david thank you the point is is that which kind of moves us on to we've not got this question down there but talking about the word bigger um of where and where we want to be i want to well we are a, 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 a well a global company almost we've got um a global reach we've got customers in thailand we've got customers pretty much spread evenly across the country hong kong as well hong kong and but but just to let everybody on the podcast know is that we want to be a force to be reckoned with in terms of of certainly social media and more because so be more social is now the be more group the be more group owns be more social it owns be more active and be um uh, be more successful um and and this is where what i'm saying to you like we have really really ambitious um uh aims um we have really ambitious goals and we believe we can make them you know and i'm proper going for it so my my disappointment turns into frustration sometimes when i don't think we're moving fast enough um and i don't know if it, it but then that frustration is also a learning and experience you know, we look at some like small win somebody has over us and we think, OK, then let's reverse engineer why we missed that and let's not do it again. You know, if if somebody once said to me, uh, there's three parts to it, but I only remember the first part. So, you know, if you make a mistake once, you can be forgiven. If you make a mistake twice, you're a fool. I think if it's three times, it's unforgivable. You know, and I, th I just think that is so, so true. Um, and before all of this started to happen, before I become completely self-aware and before I decided to start employing people that were better than me at what I do, um, I was always a fool. I hated that. I really didn't want to be thought of as a fool at all because my intentions was always good. Um, and it got to a point where um, somebody said to me, I don't care about your intentions. Intentions, your intentions are not delivering me results end of and that hurt you know what i mean i'm like fuck okay i've got to do something about that and here we are and here we are and here we are 18 months later how many people in that room now uh see 10, Ten. people in that room with investment on a london office next month soon to be another person soon to be another person and then another person so that's 12 people before christmas you know, we've come a long way in 18 months. We're having management meetings this morning uh, talking about where else we're going to go, what else, what else we're going to do. A management meeting talking about, um, you know, establishing relationships in London, getting into that London office next next month, who we're going to speak to, where we're going to go, how's it going to happen, uh, infiltrating London. And, and just literally those kind of conversations felt like a dream away 18 months ago. And again... This is another thing that I, I'm really passionate about is is that talking about your dreams, you know, I was always ashamed of doing it because that's at some people, you know, people just assume that all you are is a dreamer. But when you look at some of the things that have really shaped people's lives, that have transformed people, that's what they did. They were really, really brave 
and they didn't give a shit about people laughing at them. They didn't no. really care about it. And I got to that point where it's like before um, 18 months, I would say three years ago, I was really affected by people laughing because I'd, I'd done seven years of, of trying to build this business and people are like, are you, don't you really want to get a job now? Seriously. You know, your family aren't particularly um, in a good position right this moment in time. You've nearly lost your, lost your house four times already. You know, really? Don't you want to just, you know, be a man? That really got to me. You know what I mean? I'm a fucking man. You have no idea. Um, but I used to say, you've no idea what's about to happen. And now, I still haven't gone, fuck you. I still haven't gone out there and because that's not in me to do it. You know what I mean? Fuck you, motherfucker. Listen, <laughs> I, I haven't done it and I, I never will. You practice a lot on me, though. Yeah, because that's, just, I, yeah, I mean, you're like my beating stick, like I, I, my punch bag. I know what I am. But I just think that at the end of the day, you know, like there's, there's no point. Uh, there was, there is a, there is a thing that I always, I always repeat myself, not repeat myself. I repeat the certain quotes that mean something to me, and it is a Frank Sinatra quote that says, "Silence them with success," and that's it. Indeed. How powerful is that? Don't silence them with me going, "I told you so," because what's that going to get you? You don't need to, because they'll beat themselves up more than you will. Silence them with success. And when you do that, trust me, trust me, family members, friends, you know, they're, they're really silent right now. They are really silent. Some people won't even speak to me when I walk in a room. That's how silent they are. I sometimes wish I could do that. Do you know what I mean? It's true. <laughs> but, you know, they just don't even speak to me when I walk in a room. Before, they used to be, what are you doing? How busy are you? You're busy, are you? You're busy, are you? Like, yeah, I'm really, really busy. What do you do? <laughs> I'm building. What? How? Yeah, you're out at four in the morning. You're home at ten o'clock at night. What do you do? And you do all of that, and you're earning nothing. I'm building. But what, Rick? Really? Seven years on, and it used to. I'm used to think, oh God, yeah, maybe they're right. And that doubt really does start to creep in, and it becomes really, really scary. And when that does, you can't see the wood for the trees. You can't move forward. You can't do anything. So you have to be slightly arrogant to it. Like, fine. I'll show you. You'll see. That was it. You will see. And finally, we got some investment in. Somebody else saw the vision. Somebody else believed in me. Um, and that really is the catalyst to all of this. The new equipment came in. The new staff comes in. We now set goals. You know, and every member of that, that team in there adds a huge amount of value. It fulfills a flaw in me. And what I want everybody else to look in, uh, look in, and, and look in themselves and say, okay, then... Where do your flaws lie? Where's my next employer come from? I have an idea because I'm basing it all on me. But what about you? What about you? What about, sorry, what about everybody else? You know, all, all, all these other people, If to do your job better, what do you need? Is it equipment? Is it another body that can double, triple your output? Tell me. Because it worked for me. And it's working for me, to be fair. The addition in the kind of the sales side of it, it makes a hell of a difference. Mm. It does. One person. I have never seen you make so many calls. You are so rude. It's impressive. <laughs> you can't just let me have that little moment, can you? I, I'm no. Just, the I'm answer you're looking for is no. I'm impressed. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a no. It's no. Even uh, for those that watch the, the latest, I'm just Rick. 
uh, it will notice at any moment I get just like the slightest bit of, oh, he's using a Chromebook. I couldn't even finish saying Chromebook without being beaten. Silenced. Silenced. I kill you. <laughs> really? All the time. You'd... I know what I am. Your next question, please. It's fine. Uh, I, I'm all out of questions, to be fair. Look, I think um, what I really want to say, you know, as far as, you know, um, this podcast is concerned and stuff like that, we're going to start inviting customers on board. And you know, it's all right talking about ourselves. It's all right talking talk about how we got here. But we wouldn't get here without other people's beliefs. Absolutely right. It's massively important that we... Um, practice what we preach and it's great us having this conversation and it's nice to be able to put it out there i think and help people understand our journey so far Mm. and understand that um it's hard it is hard but i think it'd be great to get some other people in definitely and talk about their journey well uh, most importantly of all some of the people that have been with us pretty much since day one because they've seen some transitions they've had to put up with some shit as well because we've almost had that same Facebook attitude, uh, work fast and break things. And boy, have we broke things along the way. And we've we had have. to sort of like that, that swan thing is absolutely bang on the money. And I don't even think we've looked particularly slick and smooth from the top at sometimes. We, we just haven't. Because we're trying to build something that's disruptive here um, and different and original. We're using as much technology and bolting it all in together to make something that is really special, cost effective but that works to a level of what everybody else, the industry is used to. Now we've managed, I think, to knock what is potentially a 500 pound a day service down to 97 pounds a month. And you get as much out of that as you want to. Not necessarily, I want more time, so I'm gonna have to buy it, please, thank you very much. It's literally, you get more out of it than, than, than you put in. So those customers that have been through this have experienced every up and every down. We've lost customers along the way as a result of working fast and breaking things. But I just think that's part of business. That's part of creating stuff. It used to hit us hard when somebody come off and because of something that we'd done, you know, and we're going through those pain points even now, you know, like as the business develops and grows, um, I can't be working in the business anymore. That causes a problem, Um, you know, trying to go through those. Listen, every single step of the way is an education and it really really is for me brilliant i'm loving every single experience that i'm having right now i'm loving it me too even the hard stuff i'm growing from the hard stuff ordinarily i wouldn't be making fo- awkward phone calls i give them to you I that's give, true just yeah I'm like, and i still do make those awkward calls for you there's just one or two that that really you need to make i always do but you do in fairness after much protest because you are stubborn i am stubborn i am massively grateful to the people that stuck with us from start to finish because they've seen it grow from what was a simple dashboard to something that was really really that has become complex and it's only because of them that we've created what we've done we've listened even when it comes down to building a button from the just making a button bigger we've listened to what people need we've listened to every single guru call that we make um, and, and if something has become awkward, the customer hasn't necessarily said, oh, I need to be able to see you. We realized that actually I'd like to see them. I'd like to see their reaction when I tell them to do this. If they're rolling their eyes from a psychology perspective, it's important. You know, like the, it sounds a bit deep, but you, understanding the art, science and psychology of both 
business, the people that you're speaking to, consultancy and social, joining all that stuff together is what makes this business great. It's interesting, something you said there about um, how we, I mean, the dashboard effectively has been built on the basis of um, what customers want. But I think the whole, the journey over the last 18 months, everything that we do actually is a result of... um, feedback i guess and i wonder how many other businesses out there build their business based on feedback or do they build the businesses based on what they think customers want as opposed to what they're being asked for mm-hmm. i don't think i think it's hard i think it's hard to listen to in the first instance you know i do get the um the, i keep quoting things at the minute i don't know why but i do get the henry ford things if i asked my customers what they wanted they want a stronger horse instead of the car yeah you know what i mean um you know likewise if we'd have asked my customers what they wanted they want extra an hour for of rick's time or an extra day for nothing that would be really valuable to me instead of doing it this way instead of rick disappearing for nearly two years and building what we've done now they would have just wanted more time with me um and try and you know try for me to find a way to make it cheaper um and we've done that we've done exactly that but this solution wasn't necessarily what they would have wanted. They don't like, for some reason, sitting in front of a camera. Why? There's only you in the room. There's only you using your webcam and the guru that you're speaking to. What's the difference between me sat in front of you at a desk? There is no difference. And it's just those little things that um, people would have had a problem with that don't anymore. No. It's just great. I think one of the... uh, And that's, to be fair they're moving digital in a digital age the the very very basics are like and facetime is now more popular skype is now more popular whatsapp all these video um chat tools that are out there make life easier in that respect mm-hmm. but i suppose introducing that if you can't get that I think we're not crest. comfortable with that. We're going to be in trouble, aren't we? You know, like I think we're on the crest of something here. The way in which we delivered this, which is what what sort of brings on like the be more group and be more successful and be more active. I think we're on the crest of something, and we've created something that is absolutely huge. And we've got D Rock, who's actually filming this podcast now. He's going to be filming literally the progression of all of that. If you want to know exactly what's going off at Be More Social, just subscribe to the YouTube channel because we tell it what's and all. You know, this podcast is probably uh, a, a, a richer source of genuine, real information of how we feel about business, social, um, how we feel about our progression. Maybe going to get some real true life, true talk going on. Um, but yeah, watching our journey as well on the YouTube channel is is another simple, because I wear my heart on my sleeve. I tell it exactly how it is. And we've got a, a channel called I'm Just Rick, because that's all I can be. I can't be anywhere else. It's not cryptic. It's not designed to be any anything special. And I genuinely feel if I can run a business and employ 12 people, anybody can. Because I'm as dumb as they come. Seriously. I'll testify to that. Anybody would. Anybody would. But I love what I do. And because I'm passionate about what I do, I'm good at it. I ain't good at managing people. I ain't good at finding business. I'm just good at social. I'm just good at social and becoming that self-aware and understanding that kind of stuff soon on or sooner rather than le- well fuck it I'm 43 if I'd have done this 20 years ago 
I might have been floating my company. I might be uh, Stephen Bartlett right now for and, and having it worth 1.8 billion, I think it is now, something crazy like that because it's been floated. That might have been me. I'm jealous and envious of those people that are young right now and in this environment. As, a, as an opportunity, we've all got one. We've all, this, this kit is £2,000. To a lot of people out there, it sounds like a lot of money. But to some businesses, it's not. It's, a, it's just a drop in the ocean. Sure. So why aren't they all doing this? You know, we had a microphone on here for £120. Why aren't they all doing this? It's, I'm so, so envious that I'm 43 now with all this opportunity available to me and complete self-awareness. 20 years ago, there was nothing stopping me. 20 years ago, you're right, there was nothing stopping me. 20 years you. ago, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have the internet. <laughs> 10 years ago, we had the internet. But even 10 years ago, you did have the opportunity, but the world wasn't ready. It wasn't. I don't think that... Um, I don't think the world's ready for me yet. Hmm. I don't think anyone's still ready for you yet. Even now. <laughs> I have to see you every day and I'm not ready for you. That's it. As soon as you get up and do anything... Oh. That's it. What's it got in line for me today? But it's always but different. It's exciting. It's it is. I was just going to say exactly that. Um, I genuinely love what we do for all the, the stick that I get. And just for the record, um, to be fair... Uh, it does receive quite a lot of stick from me. It's just it isn't on video because he likes to make me look stupid, and that's fine. Um, but I genuinely love what he, we do. He's genu- particularly sensitive See, I'm, about I'm this. trying to. T- I'm, I was just going to pay you a compliment. I'll go on. He can fuck off. I love now. it. I'm doing it. Um, no, I genuinely love what we do. Um, every day is different here. Uh, it is not without its challenges. I'm not going to lie, but it's different. There's there's not many places I've certainly never worked anywhere like this ever, um, where you, you it, certainly from a sales position you're genuinely talking to people that actually want to talk to you and um, want to learn from you because it, it's such a massive uh, opportunity in terms of uh, their business development. There's not a lot of places, I think, where you, uh, certainly from a, a business development point of view, have that where people are saying, I need to talk to you, I want to talk to you, please call me. Um, but in line with that, you've got a service that backs it up, and that's massively important as well. Um, and unique, as I say, for me, it's unique. And I, I, I couldn't imagine being anywhere else, to be fair. And he doesn't he give himself enough credit. He's not dumb at all. Um, to to come up with something like the dashboard, to come up with um, the desire to educate people in how to do this and the reasons behind it, I think make a huge difference too. Thank you. I was going to be a twat then go, you're welcome. But <laughs> no, that was really nice. I appreciate that. Yeah, the, one of the reasons... We've not touched on that, mate, have we? The reasons why we do it. Um, I don't think so. And and one of the main reasons is... Somebody once told me, is you don't get anywhere in business being nice. And I was like, really? Isn't that the whole reason why somebody wants to do something for you, with you, buy something from you? Um, and I, it really... And because I'd not failed, that's really wrong of me to say, because I've always been... I've always made a living. I've not failed at everything that I've done, but I've just not, I don't know, not been what I want to be. 
you know, and I, I want to have employ loads of people. I want to have a really successful business. It drives me. I want it I, desperately. But that that stuck with me for many years, and I went out delivering workshops and realized that there were so many people actually that needed this help and support. And I realized that if I could deliver that help and support, I could probably affect so many people's lives almost. You know what I mean? I have never had any help whatsoever. It's not a sub story. I don't want people to feel like sorry for me whatsoever. Um, you know, we, mom and dad loved me dearly, massively. They did do, bless them when they were here. But we never had an abundance. So everything I had to do was all for myself. And when, if I'd have had somebody like me or Be More Social in my ear, giving me a little bit of advice, saying, well, you don't want to do it like that. You want to do it like this. Or, you know, just giving me the odd pointers about calming down. Just be a little bit self-aware of who you are. Don't worry about it. It's all good. This is part of the teething problems. Maybe I'd have understood a little bit more. Maybe I wouldn't have given in on certain ideas that I've had um, too soon. And and that was a thing that, that that kept me going for like the nearly eight years that it took me to get to where we are right now. Um, and that's what I am. That's what I want to try and be for people is that kind of sounding board and have my team be also be that sounding board for lots of other small businesses. You know, you got to, there's, there's not, you don't realize, I think people out there that don't have similar dreams to me or similar dreams to anybody else, you don't realize that when I confide in somebody about an idea, how much bravery it takes, how much it affects you or hurts you when they go, you need to give up. You've been doing it too long. You're a joke. Call yourself a man. It affects you. It does. You know what I mean? And and to have a, an affordable something out there was what I wanted to create to make sure I could go, chin up. Didn't work this time. Try this. Try that. Do this. Do that. Do the other. And let's see what will happen next week. Come back and see me. And keep these people going. We've got people on the system that book calls for a Monday so that they can have the team motivate them for the week because it makes them feel good. That, that makes me feel good. And, you know, if we can make that affordable, then let's do it. Be more successful was born just through those comments by the help, support, and kind of push that we give everybody on this system. Just use it. That's all people have to do. Ross, just finally then, I know what mine is, but what do you think your... Um I don't know if quote is the right word. I'll explain what I mean. So for me, my kind of favorite um, response that I get when I tell people about what it is that we do, I think is when they say, do you know what? That is a breath of fresh air. You are a breath of fresh air. Because the fact that we help rather than do it for you. Mm -hmm. What do you think yours is? Um, I think mine is... Um the disbelief that we're willing to give all our information away for free. You know, it's not a quote or anything like that, but it's the thing that people like, we had a, a social media guy in the workshop yesterday and they were like, why? I don't get it. You, you know, I, I charge people for what you do or what you've just done there. Why have you just given all that information to this room for free? Like, because I know they're not going to do anything about it. <laughs> They can Google everything I've said. 
Yeah. But they're not going to do it. They come to a workshop and hear it, but tomorrow, would they do anything? And my hope is that they do. And if they do, then hats off to them. Fantastic. I've transformed somebody's life. That's great. That's what I want to happen. Um, but the system, the service that we've created, acts as an accountability partner in the main. Yes, informative, educative for sure, but it makes sure you're doing what you're doing from one week to the next so that you are actually achieving your goals. Um, and it's more the disbelief that people uh, see that we we give so much in those workshops. That's what kind of like makes me feel good. Excellent. So with that, it's goodbye from Ben. And me, the boss, Rick. Uh, and next time we will have a guest. Don't know who it's going to be. It we'll might even be. Out. Yeah, we'll find that out. We'll find that. This is how we roll. Like, from day to day, hour to hour, minute to minute. It's all, there's a plan. There is something in the diary for the podcast next time. However, there's a gap. Guest. Do you want to be a guest? You're interested? Send us a message. Let us know. You might just, just be in that spot right there or that spot or that spot. It all depends. But please let us know if you want to be a guest on a podcast let us know what you want to talk about let us know um, if you would like us to talk to you about something it's still going to be interested either way thank you very much thanks a lot bye bye bye